How's it going, everybody? So we're going to do a little bit of a different podcast right now because usually I don't like doing anything where I call out a a single person or I'm talking about a single person just because I don't, I don't want to be, I don't want to be one of those people. But I'm seeing more and more things happen recently in the Star Wars fandom and you know what? It's it's gotten to the point where I feel like I do need to put my two cents out there. So we're going to be talking about the sequel trilogy, but we're also going to be talking about Star Wars as a whole. But we're also going to be mainly talking about, about the biggest Star Wars YouTuber on the platform right now with like 3 million subscribers, Star Wars Theory. So, first... Let's start with Star Wars Theory um, a little bit. I don't want to go into everything, but I, I just want to give some background for people um, as far as where I'm coming from with this topic before we get too far into it. Um, I've gone back and forth with Star Wars Theory. You know, obviously my first introduction to him was probably the same as a lot of people it was his vader film which i thought was phenomenal i had no idea who he was prior to it actually being out um so you know i uh it was one of those things where i like i sent it around to everyone like i I showed it to family members i sent it to friends i've watched it god probably 20 30 times you know whenever i'm going through star wars fan films on youtube i I always watch it, you know, like, it's, it's just, it is incredible, you know, um, I don't think it's the best Star Wars fan film on YouTube, but I definitely think it's one of the best, I definitely think it's in, it's definitely in the top five, I probably would even say it's in the top three, um, but there's, there's one in particular that I think is my personal favorite, Um, and I think it's a little bit better. Um, but, you know, that was, that was my introduction to him. And then after that, I have followed his channel. Um, because I'm, I love following different voices in the Star Wars community. You know, um, I don't want to be somebody that just follows someone that I agree with. I also want to have some people that I disagree with. And, you know, um, Star Wars Theory is a perfect example of that. There's a lot of things that Theory says. Um, and just moving forward, I'm going to call him Theory. I'm not going to say his full, st- like, YouTube channel name. I'm I'm not going to say Star Wars Theory every time I talk to him. So when I, when, when I say Theory, I'm talking about him. Um, but... That's, you know, theory is one of the perfect examples of um, being someone that I agree with a lot of things that he says, and I disagree with a lot of things that he says. Um, I, I vehemently disagree with a lot of the ways that he's conducted himself, and I am very much in agreement with a lot of people that are upset with him and how he... Um, conducts himself in the Star Wars community. 
Um, so let's pause there and we'll come back to theory in a bit. Um, so when it comes to the sequels, you know, I've been on a journey with the sequels and, um, in a vacuum, I love the sequels, you know, they, they really are enjoyable movies. Um, I will always have problems with Rise of Skywalker. I have some issues with Force Awakens, but they're minor. Uh, and I, I love The Last Jedi. Like, I legitimately still think to this day that The Last Jedi is the second best Star Wars movie ever made. It's Empire Strikes Back and then The Last Jedi. And I don't care what people think, what other people think. I that You're never going to change my mind until something better comes along to debunk The Last Jedi. You're... Because, look, Empire Strikes Back will always be number one. I will be very surprised if a brand new Star Wars movie comes out and it is better than Empire Strikes Back. Just, I just don't see that ever happening, you know. Um, because, you know, I mean, look, I have no, you know, he hasn't announced what the actual movie is about. But, you know, Taika's Star Wars movie when it comes out, Taika Waititi, when his Star Wars movie comes out, that has a chance of being the best Star Wars movie ever. But it just depends. You know, we gotta see it first. You know, if Christopher Nolan ever did a Star Wars movie, whatever he did has the chance of being the best Star Wars movie. You know, Del Toro, there's a bunch of direct, a tour directors out there that have the possibility, even Patty Jenkins' movie. Like, once she actually does get around to doing Rogue Squadron, her movie has the possibility of being number one. Do I think it will be, though? Do I think any of these will be? Probably not. To me, your script and your attention to detail and your execution of the story on screen has to be so airtight to be able to be Empire Strikes Back. You are working with a 99th percentile Right? Like, you know... And look, and that's not me saying that, like... Because, look, I'm sure there's movie mistakes in Empire Strikes Back. I'm sure, because of it being an older films, you could pick certain things like that out of it. But I genuinely think Empire Strikes Back is a perfect script, and it's a, it's a movie that is perfect execution. And when it comes to Star Wars movies, The Last Jedi does that. It is the next best film. But then after that is A New Hope. You know, the original. Um, so, when it comes to the sequel trilogy, I love the sequel trilogy. I do. I have, I, I have a lot of fun with the sequel trilogy. You know, like, after my own personal stuff that I was going on with my own life, like The Last Jedi came out at the perfect time for me. You know? And I'm not one of these people that hates Disney Star Wars. I loved Rogue One. I had a lot of fun with Solo. I've really enjoyed Bad Batch. I love The Mandalorian. I love The Book of Boba Fett. However, all of the praise aside, I will never give Disney and I will never give J.J. The Rise of Skywalker. That movie is a shit show. It, it is absolutely a shit show you know 
It doesn't know what it wants to be. It can't decide. It is a Jekyll and Hyde situation, and everybody knows it. And the only people who are denying it, and the only people who aren't willing to say it out loud, are the fucking people responsible for making the movie. But anyone who watches movies like I do, anyone who knows Star Wars just as much as I do, and look, I'm on, like, like top of the bottom tier of fans, okay? I'm not a Kid Napsock. I'm not a Star Wars theory. I'm not a Christian Harloff. I'm not any of these people, you know? I'm not a Alex Damon. I'm not any of these people that really know Star Wars, but even I... But you don't have to be one of them to look at The Rise of Skywalker and be like, wow, you just really did not pay attention to those first two movies at all. Like, you just... Wow. You know? So, you know... You know, it's like I said, just... You know, like I've said repeatedly on here, the best thing in Rise of Skywalker is the Death Star battle. You know, that can stay. If they want to transport that scene and transpose it, maybe it's on a different planet, maybe this or that, but they want to have that scene and a better story, great. That scene can stay. Literally, everything else about The Rise of Skywalker is dog shit poo-poo. I don't like it. It's not, it's not good Star Wars. It's campy. It doesn't make any bit of sense. You know, I don't like it. I just don't. I've gotten to the point where it's aggravating when I think about watching the movie because it's just not good. And I will, I, I will say, there's one other thing that I, I really do like because you guys know I am on the side of Bendemption. And so, look, as, as a asterisk to the Death Star battle, uh, I really I like seeing Ben Solo at the end and seeing him redeemed. And so you can keep all of that, too. I like I like that if you wanted to. But look, I'm also like, look, this is what I've told my friends over the years. This is what I've said on the podcast. And I'll say it again here. Look, if you ask me what I want, yes, I've always felt like the sequel trilogy was going in a direction where Ben was going to be redeemed. That just seems like the Star Wars thing to do. But if the third movie came out and he wasn't redeemed and it was done well, I wouldn't have poo-pooed all over it if it was a good movie. I just want a good story. But if you're asking me what I want, it's like, look, it's like if we're going out to eat and you're like, hey, what do you want for supper? And I say, I want Chinese food. But, you know, maybe everyone else doesn't want Chinese food. Maybe everyone else wants pizza. Bro, I'm not going to say no to pizza. If we go to a good pizza joint, we get a good fucking pepperoni pizza. I'm game, bro. You know? It's like, that's what I want. But I'm not going to bitch and moan if I don't get what I want. I just want a good story. I just want good food. You know? It's like, just put effort in what you do. Right? You know? So, here's the thing. You know, this is the way that I look at the sequel trilogy, especially after watching different interviews and listening to different fans' commentary and reading different articles and just just trying to put some things together in my mind, you know, and, and a lot of this is conjecture, but I really feel like this is close to the truth because, look, 
before, like, before whenever pre-production was actually happening for The Force Awakens. You know, because I can't remember exactly when the announcement for another Star Wars movie happened. What was it? Was it twenty? Was it 2012 or 2013? I can't remember when it was that Disney bought Lucasfilm. It might have been 20. It might have been 2012. But whatever they had, you know, they announced that they were doing more Star Wars movies, right? And um, and stuff. Before we ever heard about JJ, before any of that, right? Before any of us in the public knew specifics. Okay, you have to remember that. You know, by the time we got got word that, you know, Disney had bought Lucasfilm, that they were making more Star Wars movies, they were probably already in talks with different directors to try to figure out who was going to helm, you know, the trilogy. And look, and it's been famously reported that initially they wanted J.J. to do all three movies and J.J. just, J.J. didn't want to do more than just one movie. So... Here's the thing. This is the way that I've always looked at the situation is, you know, I feel like there's a lot of people that think that J.J. got to do just whatever he wanted. Ryan Johnson, and I will take this to the bank. Ryan Johnson is the only person that got to do solely whatever he wanted with Star Wars. The only one. Now, we can agree and disagree whether that was a good thing or a bad thing and all of that. Doesn't matter. But I'm telling you from everything that I've read and listened to people talk about and read articles, I really think that Ryan Johnson was the only person out of the two of them to really, truly get to do whatever he wanted with Star Wars. And the reason for that is because I do think that Kathleen Kennedy really did think that he wrote like a really brilliant script, you know? And he's this really art tour director, you know, he did Looper and Brick and, and you know, I think those were the two movies he had. Oh, and The Brothers Bloom, which I haven't seen. I still need to see that. But, you know, I think he earned that that trust you know but Johnson was in a very different situation from JJ and here's the thing look look this might sound like I'm kind of schizophrenic because on one side of my mouth I'm going to be singing praises to JJ and on the other side I'm going to be cursing him out kind of but this is just the truth let's just call it what it is like JJ had a huge huge task ahead of him he was going to be the first person to bring Star Wars back on the screen do you actually think that Disney was going to let him do whatever he fucking wanted do you really think Papa Iger was going to let him do whatever he wanted Iger and Kennedy like like if you actually think that the movie we got, The Force Awakens, was anything close to what he actually wanted to do as a director, you are fooling yourselves. Now, are there aspects of the story that he w- wanted to do? Sure. 
100%, because I think he's a director of at least some integrity. I think if him and Disney were at odds enough, he probably would have eventually been like, look, I just, you know, we're butting heads too much. I just, I don't agree with where you, what you want to do with this. I'm out, you know, find somebody else, you know? So I do think that there's enough of what he wanted in there to appease him to stay, but I guarantee you there are big swings and big things he wanted to do this with the story that he just wasn't able to. Just period. Like, you know, um, so, and you know what, look, my biggest complaint with The Force Awakens is this. Chewbacca not having a moment with Leia after Han being killed. That's it. That is my issue with The Force Awakens. Literally everything else I can forgive or forget. It's like whatever. There are some other minor things, but at that point I'm just getting nitpicky. That is a huge oversight. Leia hugs Rey, someone she doesn't even know, but she's not going to hug Chewbacca, someone that she has known for like 40 years. That doesn't make any sense. So, that is my biggest problem with Force Awakens. That, to me, is a glaring oversight from someone that, if you really are a Star Wars fan, you should know better. You should know better than that. Bad JJ. But, I will never give JJ Rise of Skywalker. Once it started to get to a certain point... Where, where he noticed that Disney was just all over the place, he should have jumped ship too. He's like, look, I know you didn't like what Trevorrow was doing, and I know you call, you know, you called me back to try to fix the ship, but look, nah, I ain't doing this. You know, if somebody else was to put their name on this, God bless them. I'm out. Because, no. Like, Rise of Skywalker does not work. And it's like, look, 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 I am somebody that has an early draft of Trevorrow's script for episode nine on my computer as we speak right now, okay? And it is a glorious, wonderful, beautiful script. And I have no idea why they didn't try to make that script work more. If Disney was smart, if Disney was smart... Because, look, if they went to Daisy, if they went to John Boyega, if they went to Oscar Isaac, I know they're all a little burnt out after what happened. But I guarantee you, if they all, if Disney went to them and they went to Trevorrow and they're like, look, we fucked up, we messed up, we want to make this right. We want to stay... We want to do Trevorrow's script. We're, we're trying to get Trevorrow back to direct. Will you come back and let us write this shit? Because look. It would be the only time that I've ever seen this happen in a franchise. Where there's two third movies in the franchise. And you can pick and choose what's your canon. <coughs> Sorry. Woo. A bug flew in my mouth. That was gross. 
live on air while recording. Thanks, bug. Don't know where that came from. Oh, wow. It, like, flew right into my mouth and the back of my throat, guys. Wow, that was a really weird experience. Ugh. Woo! I gotta catch myself for a second. That was... That was... That was gross. Okay. Back on track. But no, seriously. If they were like, look, we're trying to get Trevorrow back. And, uh... You know, oh. Will you guys come back? I think everybody would come back. I really do. Now, I think... Especially Boyega and Oscar Isaac. I think... They would be like, okay, we'll come back, but you gotta promise us this ain't gonna be some bullshit. Like, you better actually make this right. You know? But, you know. Um, but yeah, because that's what they need to do. That is the only way, I think, to get fans back on their side. You know? Um, now, look, I know that they're not ever gonna do that. Because they've already paved way in Mandalorian Season 1 or 2. I forget which one it it was. Because, you know, we already got stuff about cloning. We've already gotten a whole bunch of stuff. So, like, I know that they're... I know they're not going to do it. But that's what I would like to see. That's what I would like to see. Um, But look, you know, Star, Star Wars... Star Wars fandom is... Look, Star Wars is my favorite thing in the world. Okay? I mean, I have it tattooed on my body. Alright? But it is also one of the most toxic communities ever. Just ever. You know? And... Um... To bring it back around to Star Wars Theory... Star Wars Theory literally sent his fans to attack JJ on social media. Um, And look, it's true. Like, you know, I watched somebody on YouTube make a video and it's like, look, it is true. With great power comes great responsibility. You know, if you're going to be a YouTuber, if you're going to be somebody with an audience, with a big platform, it doesn't matter whether you want it or not. Just by... Just by proxy of you existing and having three million people watching you, you have that responsibility. You don't get to choose. If you don't want that responsibility, then leave the platform and find a different job. Period. End of discussion. There is no argument to be had. You have the responsibility to be better. If you don't want that responsibility, then get the fuck out out of here. That's why... Being in the light, you have to be a certain way. You know, that's why I have friends all the time, you know, that I ask that, you know, because I have I have good conversations about Star Wars with so many of my friends. And I'm like, well, let's let's do a podcast together. Why don't you come on and let's have a conversation? I'm like, no, I don't know if I want to put myself out there. And it's like, look, I get it because it's not for everybody. You know, even just doing it once or twice, you know, it's like it's it's a thing. And so, you know, if you're somebody that gets any bit of clout or any bit of weight and you do get to a point where you're Star Wars theory and you have three million eyeballs on you, you 
what you say and what you do carries weight. It doesn't matter whether you want the weight or not. It's just part of the territory, man. And attacking people who have worked on Star Wars publicly... I mean, it's not cool to do it privately, but it is especially not cool to do it publicly. You know? You're more than welcome to voice your opinion, but when you attack people, and when you make it seem like it's okay for other people to go attack people, that is not okay. And I will never be okay with that. Because, look, I agree. Like, look, the the bottom line sentiment, I agree with theory. I don't think JJ did his best with either Force Awakens and especially Rise of Skywalker. And do I think that be- do I think because of Rise of Skywalker being so bad, it split the fan base even more? 100 fucking percent. But that give that does not give any of us the right to go and attack JJ. It just doesn't. Like look, I think Star Trek 2009 and Star Trek Into Darkness are better movies than Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker. J.J. did a better job with those two movies than he ever did with The Rise of Skywalker. And I think they're better movies than The Force Awakens, too. If I'm going to be bluntly honest. Right now, if you were to ask me, do I want to watch Star Trek 2009... Star Trek Into Darkness or Force Awakens, I would probably tell you honestly, I'd probably put in Into Darkness. Because personally, that's my favorite one in, in the trilogy. But, you know? And like, look, I'm much more of a Star Wars guy than I am Star Trek, but I'm just telling you how it is. You know? Like, it's almost one of those things where it's like, I wish Disney and JJ would have really taken more time to to sit down with Johnson, to sit down with Trevorrow, and really work, work out a plan. I mean, it's like... It's like, look, I know J.J. Star Trek t- trilogy is not for everyone, right? But I love those movies. Like, you look at that... Look at the Lord of the Rings movies. Look at... You know, I I love the Hobbit movies. Look at the Hobbit movies. Look at... You know, I don't know. Look at the Dark Knight trilogy. Look at the time that was spent to craft the story. That is what Star Wars deserved. Period. There is no discussion to be had. That is what Star Wars deserved. And Johnson, out of the two of them, is the only one that really put dedication into what he was doing. And it's the movie... That gets the most flack. Even though... Even though the Star Wars community would tell you otherwise... It's the movie that the most fans like the most. It's just that the people who don't like it... Are the most vocal. Because those of us that like the movie... Don't go talking about... How much we love the movie... In everybody's face all the time. Because we don't want to be that person. But you know, everybody is like... Ugh, I hate The Last Jedi. That was such an all-stars movie... Johnson ruined Star Wars. So this is like, would you fucking just get over it? The movie came out in 2017. Just shut the fuck up. Like, we get it. You didn't like it. But it's like the numbers don't lie. Okay? No matter how much people try, the numbers don't lie. You cannot ignore numbers. 
the vast majority of people loved The Last Jedi. Period. There is no discussion to be had. And that doesn't mean that just because the majority liked it means that you have to if you don't. But I'm just saying, like, let's not get this mixed up. Okay? Okay? Let's not get this mixed up. Okay? The Force Awakens was mixed. Right? I think The Force Awakens was equally mixed. Then the majority of fans liked The Last Jedi. And then pretty much almost nobody liked Rise of Skywalker. You know? So that's really the directory of the sequel trilogy. It's not good. It's like middle of the ground, and then it goes up, and then it goes, and then it plummets. So it's like, look, you know. And also this. And also this, you know. And this isn't fair, and we as Star Wars fans shouldn't be this way. But I also think it was this. I know they spend a lot of money on the movie. And and stuff. And I don't even think that Disney Plus was announced at the time. But one of two things. If Solo had been better or if they had waited to release Solo on Disney Plus. I think reaction to The Rise of Skywalker would be a little bit different. I'm not going to say that I think it would be night and day. But look, I can tell you, Solo is the only Star Wars movie that I've seen in a theater where I didn't even, I didn't get engrossed into the movie at all. And I went to and I went to see it for my birthday. I went on my birthday to go see it. Just me. Just for me. And I remember sitting in the theater and I'm waiting to be pulled into the story and I'm waiting and I'm waiting. Never did. It was the weirdest experience for me ever because every movie I go to see the, in the theater. Like, you know, like the last movie I just saw was Ghostbusters Afterlife. That movie pulled me into it within the first two or three minutes. You know, it's like, whoa, what's going on? You know, what is he doing? He's like, okay, we're at a farmhouse. Okay, what's this? What's that? No. Didn't pull me in at all. I enjoyed myself. I didn't hate it. But I never had that thing that really, like, pulled me into the movie. You know? And that's the experience that a lot of people had with that movie. So between that and then Rise of Skywalker come out. Like, if Solo came out and crushed it... You still would have people that didn't like Rise of Skywalker. Because it would have been the same movie. But... I really think people would have been more fair you know because it's like I said you know it's like I don't hate everything in the Rise of Skywalker you know but this you know this particular podcast is not the time and place for me to go into what I liked and what I didn't like you know that's why I just kind of narrow it down to I like Bendemption and I like the Death Star battle you know like that's the that's the that's the Cliff Notes version but there's 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 things I like in Rise of Skywalker though but it's not a good movie. You know, there are definitely things in it that I wouldn't mind if elements were carried over into a better movie. Which 
that's what exactly Trevorrow's script is. Like, the things that I like in The Rise of Skywalker are elements that are better in Trevorrow's original script. So J.J. just bastardized a lot of what Trevorrow had in his script. But to end this podcast, I don't want to just keep going on and on. I love Star Wars. And look, I'm not going to be one of those people that after all that I've said, you know, I'm not going to be one of those people that says we should stop supporting Star Wars theory and he's a bad person and we shouldn't listen to him. No, 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 no. And if you're one of those people out there, then shame on you. Because as much as you are trying to point out the wrongs that somebody are doing, what it really comes off as is you just being a whiny little bitch. You know, it's like, it's like, no. Stop it. It's like, if, if you do if you do a podcast that's like an hour long or whatever, and there's like three or four people and you guys are having a conversation, and maybe one of your viewers brings it up and you guys have like a 30-minute conversation about something theory does, well, that's one thing, right? But when you make a standalone 10-minute long video just to bitch and moan about something that Star Wars Theory does, that rubs me the wrong way. Because look, if you're going to say this about other Star Wars YouTubers, then you have to say this about Theory. We're all in the fandom together. We're all brothers and sisters in this Star Wars family. And just like any family, you're going to have people that do things that you disagree with. You know? You know? Like, I can tell you right now, Star Wars Theory and I vehemently have different viewpoints when it comes to The Last Jedi. Vehemently. And it's actually one of those things where it's like, I would love to sit down and have a conversation with him about The Last Jedi so I can tell him what I see in the movie, right? But I, don't, I, but I wouldn't go into it with the assumption that I'm going to change his mind or make him feel better about it because I don't care about changing his mind, you know? Like, you know, like... He has every right and he has every reason to not like the sequel trilogy or not like Last Jedi, not like Force Awakens or, or whatever. You know, his opinions are his, his, you know. And it's like, I, I, but again, like I do, like I understand people. I don't think, I do think there are some people that are, are doing it for clicks that are doing it just to be hateful. But I do understand that a lot of people pointing out what theory does they are just trying to point out like bad behavior because they don't want other Star Wars fans to be doing what theory does. And I get that. And I, in, 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 in terms of that goes, like, I think that's fair, but like, but again, like there's a time and a place and a way and making an expose video doing like these 10 minute, 15 minute long videos. That's not cool. Like, that's not cool. You know, don't, don't do that. You know, it's like, look, if you have followed theory long enough, then you know the kind of person that he is. And like, look, I will tell you straight up, you know, and I don't know if theory on his end can see this or not. And I don't know why he would want to look up one individual person. But if theory wanted to, he could go and look and see probably that I followed him for a bit. But then because of how divisive he was getting with his viewpoints on the sequel trilogy, 
because at the time he and I differed even more than we do right now in our opinions, I unsubscribed from him. There was probably like a good three, four months where I unfollowed him because his toxicity and the things that he was saying to people like me who enjoyed The Last Jedi, I didn't appreciate. And I did feel attacked. And I did feel wronged by this huge person in the Star Wars community. So I unfollowed him. But when I saw that he apologized, when I saw that he did come out and say certain things, and since watching his Mandalorian Season 2 watch-alongs and Bad Batch watch-alongs and all of these different things, like, look, the guy isn't perfect, but I do think he's come a long way since the sequel trilogy first came out and everything. Like, people are not perfect, guys. People are not perfect. Do I think that there are things that I wish he would still change? 100%. But if he doesn't, you know, then, oh well. You know, like, he's he's got to be the person that he thinks he needs to be. And I and nobody else has any right to tell him any different. Now, if he asks for our opinions, well then, sure, then that is our then it is on us to be truthful and honest with him and give him our take. But unless he asks for our opinion, it's none of our business, you know? And for me, as much as there are things that I think he does that are toxic, and I do think they're toxic, there's also a lot of other things that he does that I think are really cool. And there's a lot of other things that he does that no other Star Wars channel on YouTube does. He puts so much time and energy into his comic videos and his commentaries and you you can hear the passion and his voice and the love that he has for this franchise and damn it if I don't want to support the guy so you know what there's some things that I don't like that he does but nobody's perfect so um Look, if you're going to be a part of the Star Wars community, you've got to put thick skin on. You've got to be able to hold your own. You've got to have your opinion and not be swayed so easily, but also be open to other people's opinions and also be open to changing your opinions if you feel like you want to, you know? Because, like, look, if you had asked me, like, a year ago or even a year and a half ago, you know, like, what I... Because, like, look, I was on cloud nine after Rise of Skywalker came out. Like, I drank the Kool-Aid. I loved Rise of Skywalker. It, it wasn't that I didn't see the the issues with it, but I, like, did, like I just did. I drank the Kool-Aid. And it's, it's, it's been, like, the last six months. It's been since seeing Mandalorian. It's been since seeing Bad Batch and other things that I'm like, wow. Like, they just really got that one wrong, just on a lot of different levels, you know? And if you would have asked me all the way back then, would I ever say this out loud, I probably would have told you no, but but here I am, you know? And so, you know, if you're going to be in this community, don't let your feelings get hurt so easily. Have your opinion. Be willing to have good, fun conversations with people. And it's like, look... Let's all just be a Star Wars family together. You know, it's like, 
just have fun. Like, I don't, I don't know why we can't just have fun with each other. It's fucking Star Wars, for God's sakes. It's laser swords and blasters and force maneuvers. It's like, come on, guys. It's like, you know. Uh, yeah. So, that's all I have to say. I don't know if Theory will ever hear, hear this. But if he does, dude, you're amazing. You rock. Um, like I said before, you definitely do things that I disagree with. But you've always got my support. And um, I can't wait to see what you do next and where your career takes you because you are a really cool human being. So everybody else, thanks for listening. And I'll see you guys in the next podcast. Peace out.